Welcome to Women Solopreneurs, Episode 5. Today we will be speaking to the president and the co-founder of Future Proof Retail, Didi Chan. Didi, are you there? Yes, I am. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. Thank you for coming on. Well, this is a uh, topic we'll be talking about today is finding your co-founder. And so many people, you know, after flying solo for so long, you know, do end up finding a co-founder. And it's it's a not an easy task. So we're so happy to have you and uh, you know, all the advice you will, you know, be giving us today. Tell us a little bit about your background um, and how you started and formed uh, Future Proof Retail. Yeah, um, my background, I've, I'm a serial entrepreneur. Before Future Proof Retail, I was in the education space. I had a company and then I worked with students and helping them come to U.S. and go to the top colleges without cheating. Um, and then partner at Philosophy Club and we bonded over the value of time. And we decided we want to maximize human potential by removing friction in time. And we decided to combine our talent on the foundation of philosophy and started Future Proof Retail. Uh, what we do is we make mobile checkout applications for retailers. And uh, you use your phone, you scan, you pay, and you skip the line in the physical retail store. which is amazing which is you know right now during the pandemic i mean what a great opportunity i'm sure your company is going to be booming even after this pandemic people are going to be thinking about con uh, i guess well, i guess you're still having contact because you're showing somebody right the phone when you check out but it's still yours not you're not touching things so i think it's an, an amazing um i think it's an amazing company and what you guys are doing so i mean i know for a fact for me i have looked and dd i think we had this conversation i've looked a lot for a co-founder flying solo isn't always easy and a lot of times uh women that are looking to get funded it always ends up being that the people get funded usually are two and i think that you know what tell us so you met you were saying that you met your uh co-founder organically right through uh you said uh, the a philosophy or philosophy yeah, a philosophy club. Philosophy club. So what? Yeah. What is the number one thing uh, you would tell people who are looking for a co-founder on where to start? Start with what you believe in. I think if you're starting a business, there's it's gonna be a hard journey. And I would say I use the criteria looking for a co-founder as someone that you can travel with, someone that essentially look partner even if you take away all of the romantic stuff but it's somebody that you're going to go through the up and the down and you want to align on on your on your outlook on not just like your specific product and your specific event you want to align on how you work how you live because you're going to be spending so much time together and you're going to be making many, many decisions about how you grow your company. You're going to have fights. You're going to want to know how you fight and how you resolve it. So you, you want to find some on a human level, um, someone that you can actually be friends with, someone that you can have a relationship with independently of work, and that somebody has compatible talent and believe and can share that vision and you can build your business together. So I really, really strongly recommend 
looking for a co-founder in like the personal realm and get that connection first. Really? So you would say, you know, that's interesting. So you would, you feel that, I mean, which makes sense, right? You're spending a lot of time on this and probably whatever business you're building, no matter what it is, you want to have some alignment with your, maybe your morals, maybe with your, what you believe in, in general, just because there'll be budding heads. And I mean, there are, you know, you hear the stories of people breaking up, co-founders going one way, the other co-founder going that way with arguments, which is very interesting. You spoke on that too. Like, how do you work together? Together and everything like that. So you believe that you have to kind of be aligned with your values in your personal life ver- and the, where your business is going to. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think the business talent is easy to find because there's a lot of talented people right. with a lot of um, skills that's overlapping that you can build something together. And I think the harder part is finding alignment. And I think that is the part that's going to get you through the difficult fundraising process that's going to get you through uh, the business up and down or even a pandemic that you have to work through. Um, So I definitely think because a lot of time, you know, and I started out as a solo entrepreneur doing my own thing. And when I started wanting to grow the company and wanting to collaborate, and even in my uh, education entrepreneurship the first thing I did when I start looking for co-founder is I find someone I connect with and then I immediately plan a trip <laughs> like a, a, a travel together because really? when you travel together you have a chance to get to know someone really well really fast and to see if you can get along if I can't travel with you there's zero chance we're going to be co-founders. <laughs> okay. So Didi, for my, my second question is for people that are just starting out looking for the co-founder. So it's interesting. You met at a philosophy club. What would your suggestion be to, would you say you should always meet in person? What would your suggestion be for somebody that's just on the beginning stages? I mean, um, of looking for a co-founder, where would you tell them to start looking? Start with your ha- hobby and passion and, um, because you, your work, even though, you know, your work becomes almost all of your life and for your own sanity, you have to have a little space or for myself, uh, have to have a little space outside of work. So the way I would have them, I would recommend people just look, go into things, you know, I like philosophies so of philosophy club works for me or go into circles that your hobby align and maybe not like a workout club but like something along the intellectual side that that you will find engaging and interesting in or if you're interested in technology and you're doing a technology startup so even some of these networking events if you go to these events and then see and like try to connect a little bit socially and you don't have to be best of friends but you you want to find a common connection that's outside of just work because then you're not just co-workers you're really partners and you're really teammates and you can go through because the easy time anybody can do it it's right. really easy if you're winning you're making money everybody can do that that's not hard the hard thing is go through the difficult time together so you want to find someone that you have that trust and you want to find someone you trust in them as as well as their capability that they're capable of of being the other half of the company and helping you navigate all of these decisions and you can trust in their decision. So those are the two things I would not compromise on. 
Right. And I think, I think you're right. I think starting where, where, where your hobbies are, are where the things that you're the most interested in. If it's your alumni network, or if it's your, you know, like you said, if you like riding horses, maybe you never know. I think, you know, it's interesting because organically, it seems like the best way to find somebody because you have real life you know, experiences. But because of this pandemic, so many people are, you know, and before that, people are looking online. What is your advice for people who are going to websites where it's just for people to find co-founders? Do you have any thoughts or um, any advice for people that are searching that away? Yeah, I mean, that's people that's actively looking, trying to engage in project. And my thought is, if you find someone that you connect with, uh, test them out, like, do something together, that's outside of work that give you all of the work skills that you need. So first, make sure they have the skills that's compatible match with whatever industry that you want to go into, um, because the capability and that the capability do the background check and all of that right but once that is passing um do something challenging together do a poetry event or whatever you like that's outside of work a mini project like find a mini project you can do together i would say travel together but right now we probably can't travel so then like make a children's book or do a small project together so you have a chance to test how you work and try to and like ask important questions about how do you fight like and how and ask the questions about yourself like some of the relationship books is very useful not just outside of the romance aspect it's very useful in the collaborative aspect um and you know, one book that really helped me in kind of like navigating and approach with curiosity is difficult conversations. Um, they have some ideas about kind of like instead of conflict, you try to be curious about each other and try to find how you work. And I think approach with curiosity is a great way into finding someone that's compatible with you for the long terms. Yeah. And I, and I totally, I actually totally agree. I mean, it makes sense. What do you say to people who are saying, well, I found this, um, a venture capitalist and he lives in London or he lives in India and he's interested in my business. I have always been, I have, and I think I've said this before, I have ventured off to look on certain websites for co-founders and I've got emails that I found sketchy or I didn't find, you know, like you said, how am I really going to know this person is true? What would you say for somebody that is looking for a co-founder overseas and their resume or, you know, what they present to you of the businesses they've been involved in is amazing because you are going to see that during this pandemic. You're, I mean, the people that are still actively looking for a co-founder who haven't found it organically are going to websites and they are looking and there is, there are, you know, a lot of people overseas that send you stuff. I mean, I think it's like almost going back to the relationship thing where you would say probably, I don't know what your, your advice would be, but I would even say maybe to be wary on this side of it, because how do you know it's truthful? But do you have any advice to those people who are looking and they've maybe found two or three people that they're interested in, but they're all international? Yeah. Uh, first, don't settle, yeah. <laughs> especially for women entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, time is really, really important. Uh, if it's amazing resume that looks good, then I would say using the dating metaphor, date them first. Um, contract them. Work 
even if you know work as hired them as a consultant, even if it costs a little bit money upfront, you uh, or they can agree. You know, given the goodwill, say let's work together for short terms on a discounted thing, so you can see how I work. You should be able to test out your working relationship. And if you don't have time to build up this whole personal thing, you just want to get to work. Great, work together. See what that is like、um, for、uh, some time to see if the resume matches the reality. Right. And not even that the resume matches the reality. If that reality matches with your reality and your vision, and how like, and if you guys can be extremely collaborative, because otherwise, it, you can just hire professional people. You can work with them on advisory basis. You can work with them on consultant basis. You know,、um, but for a co-founder, for a partner that's going to go through the up and down, you really, really want to find that synergy. And there's for. Don't take a shortcut. It's worth the way. It's worth the vetting. It's worth making sure you find somebody that matches you and your standard and your philosophy and your vision, and vice versa. Like, make sure you are that co-founder. Like, if you know the same relationship advice, if you want to have a good relationship and you want to find a good partner, be a good partner. Make sure you have the pieces that you can contribute. You can communicate with your co-founder the same way, and if you you can while you're waiting, you can work on making yourself even a better partner. Then by the time you find someone and you have that capability, compatibility as well as that philosophical compatibility, then you can take the business very very far. Yeah, and my and my question leads into maybe this is you know I think you may have kind of answered this in some ways already, but what would be telltale signs that this is this partnership this is not going to be the co-founder for you?、Um, the first thing is conflict. If you can't conflict resolve, because a hundred percent there will be conflict,、right. there will be disagreement, and if you have no disagreement at all whatsoever. I would be a little bit cautious. I would be like, "How do we disagree? How do you work through it?" So even if you're very well temperament, then see how they dis- work through disagreement with someone else,、um, because you want to prepare for you know the times when it's tough. Because the time is easy, it's easy.、Um, and the other thing I would say, if people don't. They're just not aligned on pacing. The timing of things matter.、Right. Uh, if you are more cautious, and the person with this amazing background is like, "Let's do it now. Let's rush you into it," and they're pushing you to go faster than you're ready, then、yeah. that might that's that's not that that might be a sign of incompatibility. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think too, you know, when you said, and I I I kind of feel the same way. You know, when you say, "Oh, this is where my vision is. This is where my plan is." I had a conversation with someone. And everything was a yes. He said yes to everything I said, and I just felt very suspicious. He actually wasn't international, but he wasn't located in the region I live in, and I just felt suspicious about everything because it didn't seem like it seemed like he was just agreeing to agree with me. So I think that that's so true, and I think. Conflict, you know, conflict is just inevitable. You know, even if you almost agree on everything, it is conflict will happen. So, I think how they resolve that is so important. And do you have any? I mean, what would your top three、uh, 
advices be from um, to to solopreneurs before they start out looking for um, a co-founder to know to know if they're ready? I guess that would be my question. Do you have any top three suggestions to know that you're ready for a co-founder? Yeah, um, if you're ready to grow and share. So I think sometimes your business, you have to take to, uh, you have an idea. Sometimes maybe it takes you a while to really hone out the idea so that you have a vision of where it wants to go, grow and go. Um, and then you want to bring on more people to collaborative uh, right. because it's hard to grow by yourself uh, once you hit a certain point. And when you're ready to expand, I would say, I would say find someone that you know, aligns with you, how you think, but that doesn't, that doesn't necessarily mean someone that agrees with you a hundred percent. Right. Absolutely. Like just somebody right. like the core values, like what your, the things that matters to you as a businesswoman, as a founder, make sure those are not negotiable and, and don't get distracted by fancy titles. Don't get distracted by fancy resume, like make sure the core is strong and that's the foundation you build on. And then what you have that, but then the third thing is make sure also, you know, do the background check and make sure that that person is capable of delivering and the same advice I would give for you to look for a co-founder Make sure that's reciprocal, that's true of yourself, that you are ready, that you can share, that it's okay with disagreement. And sometimes you can be wrong and vice versa, but you can resolve those conflict in a kind and productive way. And also that you are ready and willing to work together and you, you are capable of this contribution to build something together and in enjoy this journey. Yes. Yes. And I agree. You know, I think one, you know, like you said, you have to make sure that you're ready to share and ready to grow. And then two, I think you're right. The background check is so important, right? I mean, you really need to make sure, um, you know, I, I wasn't going to ask you this, but how would you, how would you go about that? Would you just ask them for references or what would you, uh, you know, for on their resume to ask to speak to their last co-founders or if they're currently involved? I mean, you know, there's so many ways people can scam and build up stuff online that's not even true. So how would you do the background check on a co-founder? Well, my background check is a vacation together <laughs> or travel together. Right. So right. That really, that really, you get a lot of intuition. You get to find out. <laughs> I think it's so, I, I, I kind of lean towards you too. It is really hard to just meet somebody cold blindly, but I mean, look, people do it for love. You find it online, but I think finding a co-founder, you know, and making sure you check everything out though is so important because I know, in, uh, you know, I have been solopreneur for a while and I know that in, I have ran into instances that it just seemed inevitable. And then when you Google the company, it was just simple as that. I couldn't find any information. So it's really interesting to do this. Didi, thank you so much for coming on and talking to us about how to find your co-founder, when to stop flying solo. I think it's very important. Um, where can people find out more about your, and I think you also right now, do you have a, you were telling me something about a special you have going on with uh, Future Proof Retail, correct? With the, uh -huh. Oh yeah, we're, 
We're donating our solution, uh, our scan and pay, scan and go mobile checkout applications to grocery stores, pharmacies, and any essential services for free. There's no gotcha. You can sign up and that way you're able to uh, provide a convenient and hygienic way to shop in physical stores. Okay. And where can people find this information? It's on our homepage, um, www.futureproofretail.com. That's like baby proof, but future proof, P-R-O-F, retail.com. Well, thank you so much for joining us for this episode, Didi. And I hope to be talking to you soon. And who knows, maybe the next time we speak or next time podcast, I won't be flying solo, but we will see. Thank you so much, Didi. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Take care.